Chapter 8, Will Consciousness. That there is a state of consciousness, which may be called the will consciousness, a state in which the will becomes conscious of its own existence, its powers, its possibilities, is a fact thoroughly attested by the actual experience of many individuals. Yet to those who have not as yet entered into this conscious experience, there is no way of proving the validity of such experience, and indeed, no words adequate to express or define it fitly. The experience of will consciousness is akin to that experience of full self-consciousness, which comes to many persons at some time in life, but which remains but a name to others. Or again, it is akin to that dawn of the aesthetic sense, which often suddenly bursts into consciousness in favored individuals, enabling them to experience beauty as with a new sense, and which when once experienced can never be entirely forgotten or lost. But on the other hand, will consciousness is different from those two somewhat analogous experiences. Those particular experiences are characterized respectively by a sense of individual existence and real being in the first case, and by a sense of added perception in the second case. Will consciousness, however, is characterized by the recognition of self-power, realization of self-action and manifestation of freedom of expression, accompanied by the thrill of the feeling of self-mastery, by the inner certainty of mastery over outer things, which arises from the consciousness of the possession of these self-powers. In the full state of will consciousness, the awareness of power, freedom, and ability to act is accompanied by a peculiar feeling which is most difficult to describe, but which is quite apparent to those who have experienced it in even a faint degree. Some psychologists have called it will feeling, for want of a better name. This will feeling is experienced in every true will action, but reaches the stage of emotion only when the will wills to will, for the sake of willing, particularly when in doing so, it sets aside the strenuous push or pull of ordinary feeling and desire. In such cases, it is as if the will has ascended to a higher plane of consciousness, leaving behind it on the lower planes the feelings and desires. The will feeling will be experienced most keenly by you when you proceed to manifest your willpower to the face of obstacle. This will feeling will be experienced most keenly by you when you proceed to manifest your willpower in the face of obstacles and hindrances. It will arouse in you the thrill of courage and daring, the enthusiasm of bravery. You will find that as you develop and train your will, you will open the door to an entirely new phase of satisfying and contenting emotion, a phase which seems to develop along the lines of will development and training. It never palls upon you nor grows stale. On the contrary, it grows steadily until finally it becomes one of the dominant elements or factors of your emotional life. In its highest stages, this will consciousness will seem to wear thin the barrier which separates your individual self from what may be called the will of the all power, that ultimate power which is the source and origin of all the power manifested in the universe. In this stage, you will at times become dimly aware of the throb of the heart of the universe, 
will feel its energies pulsing through your mental and spiritual arteries. At such moments, you will become aware that the all is one and each is a part and not a part as it seemed to be. The heart of life has a single beat pulsing through God and Claude and me. In this dawn of the will consciousness, there will come to you a sense of joy and of a peace which indeed passeth all understanding. The will consciousness cannot be purchased with money. Neither can it be acquired as a gift from others. It must be acquired by work and exercise, by a steadfast development of your own inherent powers. You learn to will to will only by willing and you acquire will consciousness only by willing to will. By your own efforts, you must arouse the sleeping giant within yourself, and by your own efforts, you must awaken him to a conscious realization of his own existence and power. When you have done this, then someday it will suddenly dawn upon you that this giant will is really yourself, your greater self, which has swallowed up the old partial manifestation of selfhood, which you formerly regarded as yourself. From the very dawn of will consciousness, you will become aware that you are a master and no longer a slave. You will experience the sense of freedom and independence and will be able to see what a puppet-like creature you formerly were. Having escaped from the control of the lesser desires and impulses by having entered into the spirit of the greater, you will find that these lesser desires and impulses now will rally around your standard, will give you allegiance, will swear fealty to you, for from the moment you have conquered them, they will become your eager and earnest servants. Despite not these lesser elements of feeling, desire, and impulse, they will prove useful servants to you, so set them to work for you. It is found that feeling, impulse, and desire, like fire, are good servants, though poor masters. Remember the old aphorism, all things are good enough to be used by you, but no thing is good enough to use you. It's a platitude that he who gains self-mastery attains to the mastery of others, but only when you have developed willpower and attained will consciousness are you able to read the full meaning in these old and familiar words. Only then will you perceive the truth of the teachings of the ancient occult sages who held that you may exert the mastery over other persons and things, even over wild beasts and natural forces, you must first have gained the mastery over the rebellious elements of your own nature, which have usurped the throne, which rightfully is your own. When you have conquered the inner forces, you have acquired the right to control the outer forces. When you have deposed the usurpers of your kingdom and have seated yourself upon the inner throne of your own mental and spiritual being, then will you be able to issue your edicts to the outer kingdom over which you have sovereignty. When you have tamed and mastered the menagerie of wild beasts within yourself, then will you be able to master and control the wild beasts and others. So said the ancient teachers, the best modern thought sustains the doctrine. There is a serious side to this attainment, however, which you must not fail to recognize and to heed. In attaining this reward of willpower and will consciousness, you will find in your hands a mighty instrument for good or for evil. There will come to you at times a sense of tremendous responsibility for the proper use of this newfound power. The greater degree of power attained by you, the greater is the responsibility. Your resolutions will lose their former character of impermanency and ineffectiveness. 
They will take on the character of permanent effective forces. They will become deeply rooted in and strongly attached to reality. They will become terribly sincere and real. At times you may actually experience awe when you contemplate them. At times there may come to you the temptation to regard yourself as apart from other men who have not as yet attained the, the heights reached by you. These other men will show that they recognize something different in you and will fail to understand you. They may even feel more or less uncomfortable in your presence and will be apt to regard you as cold, unsympathetic, or even as lacking in some of the qualities of humanity. This because you have risen above some of the common weaknesses of humanity in its present stage of development and evolution. You will find yourself in a sense living ahead of your time. There will be manifest in you the prophecy and the dawning spirit of the Superman. Be not unduly affected by these things. Keep in touch with the world as it is. Retain your sympathy with mankind as it is and above all, keep your feet on the ground of practical everyday life in the present and be not tempted to soar up to the region of the clouds, one plane at a time, remember. You will discover that when you have developed and trained your will, when you have acquired willpower and have attained the will consciousness, you will have become more truly an individual than you were before. You will have become a master of destiny instead of remaining a slave of circumstance. You will know what you can do and you will do it. You will be able to do what you will and to will that which you do. You will have mastered both impulse and lethargy. You will have reached the golden mean between the two extremes. You will possess and use energy yet will not needlessly and uselessly waste or dissipate it. You will be able to begin a task, to continue it as far as is necessary and to discontinue it when wisdom dictates that course. You will be able to proceed just as far as is required, yet will be able to stop at that point and not take an unnecessary step. You will also find that you have no inclination to air and display your newfound power for the edification or mystification of others. You will possess that certain sense of inherent power, which will cause you to rise above such weaknesses and vain displays. The truly strong man does not boast of his strength and power, Neither does he vaingloriously strive to exhibit it. You will be aware that others recognize the power within you and are influenced by it, yet that very sense of the possession of certain power will tend to inhibit you from boasting about or making a needless display of it. You will realize that willpower does not manifest itself in gritting the teeth, clenching the fists, nor protruding the chest like a powder pigeon or heaving the bosom like the moving picture heroine registering emotion. Likewise, you will discover for yourself that which all wise men of all ages and all lands have always known, i.e. that willpower and will consciousness do not necessarily impart gruffness, sternness, nor harshness to their possessor. True willpower frequently screens itself with an exterior of suavity and agreeableness. Many individuals of the strongest willpower manifest a pleasant manner and express a suave politeness to such a degree that the unthinking observer may be deceived into believing that the individual has no will of his own and that his only desire and object in life is that of being agreeable and pleasant to others. But when the opportunity and need present themselves, these individuals manifest fully and unmistakably the latent strength within themselves 
The iron hand in the velvet glove is the ideal of the diplomat. And men like Talleyrand possess this quality in a remarkable degree as history records. The blusterers and braggarts usually are found to possess no real power. Finally, you will discover that the figurative expression in which the strong will is called the iron will is imperfect. You will find that this figure of speech does not convey the idea of that which the strongly developed and scientifically trained will really is. In its place, you will prefer to use the expression, the steel will, the will of finely tempered steel. The iron will may break under the strain of circumstances, whereas the will of steel will yield a little for the moment, only to spring back to its original position and form when the pressure is withdrawn. The steel will bends at times rather than to allow itself to be broken but it always springs back in true form and resumes its action inspired by purposeful determination. The steel will bends, but it never loses its shape, form, or strength. Its purpose may be frustrated temporarily, but it is never permanently defeated. In fact, the energy of its rebound and spring back often serves to accomplish the desire and end purpose. Think of your will as being like the thoroughly tempered fine, strong Damascus blade, which bends and springs back when necessary, but which is never broken nor bent out of shape, rather than as the iron bar which breaks under pressure or else is bent out of shape. Summing up the discoveries made by you when you have developed and trained your willpower to that degree in which you have experienced at least the dawn of will consciousness and the will to will, you will find that you have acquired the following qualities, attributes, and powers. One, the consciousness of pure will within yourself. Two, the habit of employing that will with directness, efficiency, and scientific accuracy. Three, the knowledge of an inexhaustible mine of inner resources, power, and ability to act with purposeful determination. Four, the power to will to will for the sake of will consciousness. Five, the power of manifesting or inhibiting will action by will. Better than all, you will have discovered that at the very center and heart of your will, on the very throne of will, you, yourself, abide as the sovereign king. When you have reached the ultimate stage of will consciousness low, will itself will seem to have disappeared and you alone will remain. Then the will will be seen to have become the acting part of yourself. Well, says Emerson, there can be no driving force except through the conversion of the man into his will, making him the will and the will him. We know of no better words to pass on to you as the keynote of what we have sought to teach you in this section than the statement by Charles F. Loomis, who summed up in the following words the result of his own experience of a life of conflict in which he emerged a victor over strong odds. The great lesson of all this has taught me is that man was meant to be and ought to be stronger and more than anything that can happen to him. Circumstances, fate, luck are all outside. And if he cannot change them, he can always beat them. If it had not worked its way into my broken brain, that captain I held the fort, that the only key was my own will. And that unless I willfully surrendered, nothing could take the citadel. I should have been dead long ago. I am all right. I am bigger than anything that can happen to me. All these things are outside my door. 
and I've got the keys.